the path we face is the one God's making. When he says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. Happy birthday, dear Ivy. Happy birthday to you. Yay! Happy birthday! Is there anything more exciting than a birthday party? Is it the time spent with your friends, the cake, or the gifts that make it so wonderful? Honestly, I'd say it's a little of all of it. In this episode, we have two birthday parties, but each of them end a little differently. Welcome to the tales of Zeke and Elliot, parables worth pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. I'm Leah. We're itching to get today's story started. Poison Ivy. Oh, Ivy, that's a beautiful dress. Wow. A dress? That's a boring gift. Mr. Macadamia, let's be kind. You wouldn't say that if you knew how much it cost. Nothing but the best for our Ivy. Oh, boy. Shh, Nico. You don't want Mr. Monarch to hear you. Here's my gift, Ivy. I made it myself. Uh, what is it? It's a hat. I crocheted it for you. I used your favorite colors. That's so pretty, Olive. You did it by yourself? I can tell. Oh, I thought you would like it. Children, that's all the gifts. Now it's time for another surprise. I've rented a working carousel for Ivy's party. What? No way. Mr. Macadamia, I really don't like going around in circles. Daddy, I said I wanted a circus, not a carousel. Ivy, dear, your father paid a great deal of money for that carousel. You should be grateful. Yes, ma'am. The party continued with cake, ice cream, games, and prizes for all the guests. Each critter went home talking about the amazing party, wishing they were the birthday boy or girl. A few weeks later was Petunia's birthday party, and her mama planned a small get-together. It was nothing elaborate to compare with Ivy's party, but all the same friends were invited, and they were looking forward to it. Happy birthday, dear Petunia. Happy birthday to you. Make a wish, Petunia. Okay! What did you wish for? I wished for a new doll. That's not a very big wish. Not everyone wants as many gifts as you, Ivy. I'm just happy you all could come to my party. Me too. All the decorations are really pretty. Yeah, and your mom is an awesome cook. Mr. Drake made my cake special. It was so good, Ivy. But so is Petunia's. They're both good. Is the birthday girl ready to open her gifts? Yay, open mine You're going to love no, mine. mine. You're going to love it. My mom spent a lot of money on her gift. Oh, that's my gift, Petunia. I hope you like it. Oh, uh, did you make this? It's just what I wished for. A new doll. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. That must have taken you a long time, Olive. That's pretty neat. That's awesome. Very nice indeed, Miss Petunia. Your wish was a homemade doll? You're so lucky. You're so lucky, lucky Petunia. You, you got, got your, your wish. wish. Have you ever gotten just what you wished for? Oh, thank you, thank you! So when does the fun stuff begin? So far, this has been boring. Oh yeah! Come on! My mama set up a pin the tail on a fox. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, so oh fun. yeah, so fun. We should call it Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why my mom did this. Whippy. 
Two days later, the kids at school were still talking about how much fun they'd had at Petunia's party. The longer they did it, the more upset Ivy became. Her party should be the topic of their conversation. After all, she had all the best things to do at her party. She had the best cake, the best games, and she received the best gifts. But everyone was talking about the doll Olive had made for Petunia. Envy began creeping into Ivy's heart like a poison. She sat there trying to think of a way for the kids to talk about her. Suddenly, she burst out. I heard Petunia had to leave her last school because she stole something there. What? No, I didn't. Really? Isn't that why you've been to so many schools? No! You know why I kept moving schools. Oh, that's right, because you stink. <gasps> that isn't nice, Ivy. Why would you say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not true? Well, I mean, she kind of does. But it's not bad. We've all gotten used to it by now. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Everybody no, I'm sorry. run. I'm sorry. Ivy, it stinks. why would you do that? Oh, no. Run! <coughs> Mr. Marvin went outside to gather the students, but was met with a smell that he recognized as petunia spray. He moved everyone inside, hoping to get away from the smell, but eventually had to send everyone home for the day. Daddy, it was the worst smell I have smelt in my life. And I think she did it on purpose, because the kids were talking to me. Is that so? And Mr. Marvin allowed this to go on? Well, dear, we don't know the specifics. I don't know that we should make any hasty judgments. Hasty judgments? Our child is sitting here at home instead of studying at school. I can only see one conclusion. Mr. Marvin is unable to control his classroom. Oh, I didn't say that, Daddy. This calls for an emergency school meeting. Something must be done. I don't disagree, my dear, but as the pillars of the community, I think it would behoove us to look into it further. No, no, no. You let me handle this, Catherine. Mother, what is Daddy going to do? One never knows, dearest. Inside the schoolhouse, some members of the community had gathered at the request of Mr. Monarch. The mood was divided. Order, order, please. Everyone, calm down. Now, Mr. Monarch requested this emergency meeting, and I understand the concerns being voiced, but we can't all do it at the same time. Mr. Monarch, could you please share with us why you wanted this meeting called? Gladly. And as the pillars of this community, I would like to... Elliot, what are you doing? You keep scratching your arm. I don't know. I'm itching something awful. You allergic to something? Did you eat something new at the crispy bark? No, I'm not allergic that I know of, and I just had the usual french flies. Maybe Gertie tried some new seasoning. They tasted the same, and now my neck is itching too. I can't hardly pay any attention. I don't think we're missing anything important. This sounds like a hullabaloo to me. Still, I haven't been to a school meeting since I moved to the pool. I was kind of looking forward to it. I am unaware as to what Mr. Monarch is referring to. At no time were the children inside causing a ruckus. I simply walked out to ring the bell and the smell was overwhelming. I brought the children inside but eventually had to release them. Then you made my point, Mr. Marvin. You lost control of your students. Now that's not what it sounds like to me, Mr. Monarch. It appears the children's safety was his number one concern, which is why he sent them home. Well, what caused this incident to occur? Uh, 
None of us were there, so how are we supposed to answer that? My daughter was, and she says that Petunia sprayed the class on purpose because she was jealous of the other children talking to my Ivy. Can anyone corroborate this story? Madam, are you accusing my daughter of lying? No, I am not. And it's an awfully thin pancake with only one side. There are two sides to every story. Ivy was listening outside the window of the school. She started to panic as she realized that things had gotten way out of hand, and she hadn't really meant for all that to happen. It seemed too late, though, to fix anything. The meeting ended, and nothing was resolved. Mr. Mouse did, however, admonish Mr. Marvin to be extra cautious right now, until everything could be cleared up. My mama said that she heard you did it on purpose, Petunia. But I don't believe that. Me either. We all know what happened. I heard my parents talking about how Mr. Marvin might get suspended. Oh no, because of me? Not because of you. No one's mad at you, Petunia. Well, some people are mad. She ruined our whole school day. And I had to take two baths last night. But she only did that because you started to be mean to her. Yeah, what did Petunia ever do to you? I wasn't being mean to her. Well, what did you say? I said, I said that... Hey kids, how's school today? Okay, so far. We were just talking about the meeting last night. That seems like grown-up stuff. We heard our parents talking about some of it. What did you two think of the meeting? Ivy said she saw you there. She did? She wasn't there. How would she have seen us? I, um, well, I was looking for my books that I dropped on my way home from school. And I looked in the window when I heard the voices. Uh Uh-huh. Did you find your books? My books? Yeah, that you left at school. Oh, yeah, I found them. Elliot, stop scratching your arm. You're making it worse. You heard what Dr. Bard said. Leave it alone. Oh, I can't help it. It itches so bad. What's wrong with you, Mr. Elliot? I got into some poison ivy without realizing it, and now it's spreading. I'm supposed to leave it alone so it can heal, but it's difficult when it keeps irritating me. Pal, you gotta do what the doctor says. It'll just keep spreading if you do that. You're gonna be covered from head to toe. And just imagine how terrible that would be. Could it really do that? Yes, Mr. Zeke is right. Well, kids, we gotta go inside and see Mr. Marvin. He wanted us to take a look at his swivel chair. Said it stopped swiveling. Bye, Mr. Zeke. Bye, Mr. Elliot. Ivy left school that day thinking about what Zeke had said about the poison ivy rashes on Elliot's arm. She thought about the things she had said to and about Petunia and how it affected her teacher. She recognized that she was feeling jealous and that it had spread to other areas of her life like Elliot's poison ivy. What should she do? She didn't want to get in trouble and face the embarrassment of telling what she had done, but she also didn't want to lose her friends or hurt Mr. Marvin. Ivy, my sweet, I'll be sending out some letters today asking for recommendations for a new teacher. But why? I like Mr. Marvin. Dearest, Mr. Mouse will be stopping by later this morning. You'll want to have some tea ready. Yes, dear. This does seem a little hasty. It may seem like it, but it's been a long time coming. Just thinking of that incident with that awful fox, then that little squirrel, what's her name? Got lost in the woods and now my daughter is being bullied in school? I just won't have it. None of that was his fault. And Daddy, um, I need to tell you something. I'll be giving him a piece of my mind. No critter is going to bully my little angel. But Daddy, Petunia didn't bully me. I made up that No one will disgrace our family name. He'll be here any minute. Put the tea kettle on, Catherine. That is enough! Sit down! Mother! Catherine! Dearest, I apologize, but you are not listening to your daughter. She is trying to tell you something important. Of course, dear. Ivy, go ahead. 
Daddy, I haven't been completely honest. Ivy, as pillars of this community. <coughs> continue, Ivy. Daddy, I was jealous of Petunia. She loved her gifts so much, and she was so kind. Everyone enjoyed her party more than mine. When everyone talked about her party, I started saying things about Petunia that weren't true, and it upset her enough that she sprayed the playground. Then I let you believe that Mr. Marvin was to blame. Mr. Marvin didn't know anything about this at all. Please, Daddy, I don't want anything to happen to him. He's a great teacher, and he loves all of his students, even me, when he knows I'm not being the kindest creature. You two continue. I'll get it. Good morning, Mr. Mouse. Good morning, Mrs. Monarch. I'm here to no meet with... No need to come in, Mr. Mouse. I think the situation is well under control. I believe Mr. Marvin has learned a valuable lesson to pay more attention to his students. No further action is needed. And as the pillars of this community, we will say no more about this matter. Pardon me. I thought you invited me over to discuss the letters you wanted to send out looking for a new teacher. No, no. That won't be necessary. Well, so why am I here? Good day to you, sir. I left my wife's cheese Danish to meet these pillars of this community. Ugh. I cannot believe I came over here for this. I'm going to have to run home and get some before I move on to the rest of my day. The next day at school, the students were all on the playground playing Red Rover when Ivy approached Petunia. Petunia, I need to tell you something. Okay, Ivy. I'm really sorry for saying those mean things to you and about you. I was jealous because everyone loved your party more than mine. And you really liked your gifts. You were jealous of me? But your party was amazing! I had a great time, and I was so glad you invited me. It was a great party, wasn't it? But I shouldn't have let things get so far. And I didn't mean to hurt Mr. Marvin, either. I forgive you, Ivy. Who is that, and why is he pink, Mr. Zeke? Hey, little critters. Elliot and I just returned in Mr. Marvin's swivel chair. Mr. Mr. Elliot? Elliot? <laughs> you look funny. <laughs> Calamine lotion. <laughs> look at him. It's all over him. I ask you not to laugh. You look like a ghost, Mr. Elliot. <laughs> I love the color pink. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I told you to stop scratching. I ask you not to laugh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Elliot, you look silly. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Proverbs 27.4 tells us, Anger is cruel and wrath is like a flood, but jealousy is even more dangerous. The poison of envy and jealousy can spread and harm everyone around us if not treated. Like calamine lotion can help poison ivy. Contentment is one of the cures for envy. Keeping your heart centered on Christ keeps bitterness and jealousy away. to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. I'm Kelly. And I'm Candy. Oh, I feel really itchy after that story. You'll be fine. Let's get started. Poison ivy doesn't affect any animals except for humans. It has an oil called urushiol. It's the thing that actually makes us itch. Only a quarter of an ounce of it is all that is needed to give everyone on earth a rash. That's potent stuff. The first thing you should do if you come in contact with poison ivy is wash thoroughly with warm soapy water. Or never go outside. You're being a bit dramatic. Hawaii and Alaska are the only states that do not have this irritating plant. Time to pack my bags. We can do this remotely, can't we? Do you need help packing? Send in your resume, kids. 
We need a new candy. Hey, I said I could do it remotely. Bye, kids. Oh, now where did I put that pink stuff? You didn't even go outside. It's a mental thing. Of course it is. Hey, what is that supposed to mean? (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot. This is our last episode for season three. We're going to take a little break, but we'll be back soon. Make sure you join our newsletter to keep up with all Bigger's Pond news at ZekeandElliot.com. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tales of Zeke and Elliot. We look forward to meeting with you again soon. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith. Happy birth. <laughs> You're not at her party. You're not. That was your daughter's party. You're not gotcha. Daddy, it was the worst smelt I've ever smelt in my life. <laughs> tisk tisk tisk. Something must be done. I love that. That is what it says. You do this, but you just go. Whoop, whoop. You just do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But we will save that for the bloopers because that's really good. I'm going to go park the car in the parking lot. (laughs) Can anyone collaborate this story? Collaborate. Corroborate. My daughter was. And she says Petunia sprayed the class on purpose because she was jealous of the other children taken to my ivy. That was so great. You got it right there. (laughs) That was so good. That was good. (laughs)